Salutations and shit, motherfuckers. Happy holidays. I hope everybody had a really great Christmas. Um, This week we are actually recording the day after Christmas, so happy Kwanzaa. Um, Let's see, what else will be happening? Christmas, I mean not Christmas, New Year's will be here probably before the next, well definitely before the next episode because that's next Tuesday, so happy New Year as well. Um, Just... Holidays in general, hope this is a good time for you guys and you're um, sharing it with people that you care about, that you love, and um, for those of you that are missing people you love, special prayers for you, my heart goes to you, and I am hoping that you can still find the joy that is in the holiday spirit and in the the holidays in and of themselves. Um, This is your host of Travel and Shit your new favorite podcast on travel. I'm D. Carrie, and I am in the Beats on Film studio, and I'm kind of looking around as I talk to you because I know I was looking for something. Got it. Um, today, in the spirit of Quanta, I would like to discuss how... I feel Kwanzaa is, I guess, related to, uh, I don't want to say the black travel movement, but the black travel movement. Um, I'm pretty sure that I'm not the only person that is aware that there seems to be um, an uprise in young black people traveling and, um, you know, exploring the world. Now, it could be that it's only because of social media that it seems that there are, um, I guess, a higher number of us traveling. Um, Because, of course, social media lets you see everything that has already been happening as if it's a new thing. It's just that it's newly at your disposal. The newness of it is just that you're now privy to knowing that it happens, right? That's the uh, blessing and curse of social media. It's as if people think uh, racism wasn't here or that police brutality wasn't a thing because now we can see it in, um, sadly, our Facebook feeds on the news and anywhere you really want to look for information outside of ourselves. It's not that it wasn't happening. It's just that we see it a lot more. So I haven't done the research to see whether or not the numbers align or if it actually is a new thing. But I will say that seeing more people that look like me travel definitely influenced my desire to travel. Um, I previously felt as if travel was very inaccessible and that it was super expensive. But once I actually started looking into um, destinations and flights, and accommodations, I realized that, yeah, there are still really expensive places to go, but there are also tons of really affordable options in terms of traveling. Um, Shout out to my cousin, Chris, who is also a very avid traveler. Um, He put me on to Skyscanner, and that has been my go-to travel app like, uh, like no other. I'm actually booking a flight, um, maybe today when I get home, if I still have any juice left in me, but, um, I'm going to go to, I want to say Europe. I'm only 80% certain, 
But the beauty in Skyscanner is that I'm pretty sure I mentioned it before. It Google Flights. I used to be able to search by like date and price. So you know what week you have off. You just don't know where you want to go. And you're going to make your decision based on price. At one point, I was able to do that with Google Flights. Can no longer find a way to do that. Skyscanner gives me that option. You don't have to log in. You just jump on. Well, in terms of just the searching, you don't have to log in. I haven't actually booked through the app and I haven't created an account, an account to see if there are any uh, perks or benefits or anything to having an account with them or anything. But from just hopping on the app, you put in your um, starting point. You put in, a, you don't even have to put in a destination, which is also very beneficial because I don't ever know where I want to fucking go. I just know what date I have off and how much I have to spend. You put in your starting point, you can put everywhere as an option and it searches everywhere. It gives you all the flights um, from your uh, beginning and you choose based on price, you choose based on whatever criteria or filters you want to set. And it has been a godsend for me. Um, I, at this point, am interested in doing something more cultural and um, I'm thinking more cities with stuff to do in terms of museums, food, um, and just more common everyday uh, occurrences, if you will, like maybe a cooking class, a... um, some type of artsy lesson. I don't know, a fucking pottery class or something. But that's where I'm at right now. I don't want to lay on the beach. Part of me does because it's fucking January and it's cold. But I also don't mind, you know, putting on some cute fall outfits and hitting up um, hitting up Europe. So it's likely where I'm going to go. But I guess I'll have an episode about that. But, oh, this is actually the first episode that I've recorded. Actually, this is also what? Episode 12, I think. It's pretty um exciting for me. All right, 12. Uh 30 dozen. So um I this is the first episode to my understanding that I am actually in the midst of booking a vacation. So um pretty exciting. But um enough about that. I want to get into today's topic again. Uh, black travel movement. So Kwanzaa starts the day after Christmas, seven days long. Each day has its own principle. Um, today is Umoja, which means unity. And it's purpose. Well, the, the understanding of it is to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. When this episode drops, it will be Kujijakalia, which has always been my favorite one. I ended up having to read that in a uh, church Kwanzaa celebration. So I felt like, you know, baddest kid in the uh, in the church because I got the hardest one to say. And I, you know, held it down. But uh, Kujijakalia, which is self-determination, define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. I feel like that's my favorite principle. And I think a lot of that has to do with... Uh, Maturity, as you grow as an adult, you realize how much autonomy you actually have over your own narrative. You get to um, set your own tone for the life that you live. We all have a lot of shit thrown at us. We all have a ton of problems. Everybody's got their own issues, yeah? But 
the beauty in maturity is that you realize that you are still the person that writes their own story, if you will. We've all heard that, uh, that adage or that saying. And, um, a lot of people are dealt really difficult hands, but they still triumph. A lot of people are dealt really great hands and they still fuck up their lives. So ultimately it is in your hands to, um, live the life that you want to live. Now that's definitely not to negate that people have harder lives than other people. Um, that's not to say that, you know, people that have assumed good lives have good lives. There are plenty of rich people with problems that money can't solve. And there are plenty of poor people with problems that love can't solve, you know? So it's not to negate anyone's struggle, but it's just, I personally, for myself, have matured to the point where I realize that I am the one that is going to define myself. And I'll jump back to this one when I get more into the topic, but just wanted to uh, definitely expound upon that while it was on my spirit. Um, Day three of Kwanzaa is Ujima, collective work and responsibility. Build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters problems our problems and solve them together. Then there's Ujama, cooperative economics, build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses, and to profit from them together. Nia, which is purpose, to make our collective vocation the building and development of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Kuumba, which is creativity, and is to do always as much as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. And Imani, which means faith, shout out to my cousin Imani, Um, to believe with all of our heart in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. So collectively, the seven principles of Kwanzaa in a very strong sense embody to me uh, what the black travel movement is doing right now Um, in different ways, of course. So back to... Which is to find ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. I think that social media really gives us that opportunity to, I guess, take back our narrative, if you will. We all know that reality TV is, can be, I won't say is, because I'm certain that there are some beneficial aspects to it. I mean, I'm hoping that there are. I don't have cable. So I don't watch um, any reality TV. Um, I know that it's a quote, air quote here, uh, guilty pleasure for a lot of people. Um, but I'm not here to yuck anybody's yummies. I'm not here to say that, you know, it's trash TV. That that's not that's not what I'm trying to do. Um, I don't I don't watch it. It's just not my thing. I don't watch TV. I don't watch anything in production. I don't know if I've ever told that story. I just don't have the um, I don't want to say I don't have the attention span because I do, but I don't have the, maybe it's discipline. I'm not showing up every Thursday to the same, you know, station to watch the same show only because I get wrapped up in other stuff. I forget what day the show comes on. I forget the time it comes on. I just want to start and end when I feel like it. I don't want to wait for the next season. I don't want to wait for next week. I don't function well with that. It's just not been my thing. Most of my adult life, 
the only show that I try watching that's in production is Supernatural. And I was on board when it came back on this fall and like three episodes in, I totally lost the mojo for it. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to say that reality TV is all trash. It's just not for me. Um, but we are all aware that media has historically not portrayed black people, black women in particular, very well. We have not been um, necessarily the forefront of society's most dignified or most beautiful or, you know, um, most sought after demographic. However, I am a 80s baby. I am an 80s baby, baby and a child of the 90s. So I definitely know about all the incredible programming we had when I was a kid. We all had, you know, we all know and love Fresh Prince. We all know and love the Cosby Show. We all know and love A Different World. We know um, Martin, Living Single, Girlfriends, um, like all of it. it. We know that it has existed. But outside of maybe Blackish, I know a lot of people love Grownish. Um, I'm pretty hard pressed to think of any shows on right now that depict us in as highly esteemed as the shows from my youth did. Now, like I previously stated, I don't have cable. So I am probably a little biased in the sense that I'm not the best person to say what is actually on television. But outside of television, social media is now media. So you've got your Facebooks, you've got your Instagrams, you've got your Snapchats. So regardless of whether or not programmed media portrays us in a certain light, we now have the ability to um, portray ourselves in the light that we choose to. Everyone has that ability to have their own slice of the world. Everyone has that ability. Well, everyone in the um, position to have access to social media, access to internet. Yes, because we all realize that that is not a luxury afforded to everyone. Um, a lot of us assume that everybody has Instagram or Facebook and whether or not you choose to have one or not have one, that's a different story with whether or not you have access to it. There is still a portion of the demographic that just can't, you know? Um, and that's not just, you know, outside of the United States, the United States. That's not just, you know, people in less uh, developed countries um, or areas that aren't as privy to Wi-Fi and internet access. We all know, and I hope we all know and are, and are aware that people in the United States don't all have the same access. However, that aside, for those of us that do have access to social media, to the internet, we now have the capability of portraying ourselves how we would like to be portrayed. Uh, we all have the ability, and by, again, we all just just realize that I'm talking about those of us that do use and consume social, um, well, consume and create social media. So those of us that are using Instagram, have Instagram accounts that we keep up with, posts, uh, whatever it is you use. I'm only aware of, um, what do you call it, Snapchat, 
Facebook, and Instagram. I know there's a ton of other shit, but I ain't with it. I don't use Snapchat anymore. The most I would put on there is my plants because I'm that crazy plant friend. I got a shit ton of plants, so that's what I use Snapchat for, and I barely am on that at all. And other than that, it's just Instagram underscore D Carry, D C A R R I E, and uh, travel and shit, T R A V E L, the letter N S H I T underscore, holla at the kid. Um, other than Instagram and Facebook, I don't use any other social media pla- social media platforms. So if you've got something else in mind, by all means, try to tie it in. But for me, those are the only three that I, oh, I know there's Twitter, but I don't tweet. I, it's, it's just too much for me. I just can't keep up with it. I don't, don't use it. So with these platforms, we have access. We've got access to other people with the said, the same platforms and we're able to portray ourselves how we want to be said that with in connection to the second principle, Kujajaklia, which is self-determination, the uh, defining ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. I feel that there are so many positive and influential microcosms of this social schism that is there that are helping do that in great ways. For me, in terms of travel, and the black travel movement that has been primarily Facebook group, Facebook groups and Instagram pages. So just for, um, like a, what do you call it? A, I'm looking for the words. It's something point, I guess just to note, like the ones that I travel and I don't, um, use them all the same, but I know I'm looking through my Facebook groups. I've got African-American travelers, black elite travelers, uh, girls love travel. I use that one a lot. Uh, there's black travel movement. I think I use that one a lot also. There's sisters traveling solo and that one I use pretty frequently. Then there's black sisters without borders and, uh, for black women only travel. Those are the, um, Facebook groups that I definitely um comment on or get no I don't use all of them but I think I mentioned it was like three of them that I use more frequently than others but I use those for like um if I'm going someplace like when I wanted to go to uh Martinique I actually made two friends from one of those groups that I was it three two or three friends but two or three um young ladies that I followed their travels and they follow my travels on Facebook Um, just all because we were supposed to be in the same country at the same time. This is back when I was supposed to go to Martinique. This is when I kind of fell down that rabbit hole of following a bunch of Facebook pages so that I can just get as much information as I could. I'm one of those people that will definitely, definitely like, when I say fall down the rabbit hole, I will fall down the rabbit hole. Like I will be consumed with, um, absorbing as much information as I can about a certain location so that I can make my decisions appropriately. And then it's like a little bit, this is like just in like the initial planning stages. But then once I finally get like shit booked and I have an idea of what I want to do, I kind of totally fall off and then just leave a lot of it to, to chance. 
but I always have a very loose structure so that I'm not like shit out of luck when I get someplace and are clueless as to what it is I'm going to do. But that's on Facebook. I definitely use Facebook and I can definitely say that, you know, the information that I've gotten from these women and the presence that I'm seeing them have on Facebook has definitely shaped a large portion of what I understand to be the narrative of black travelers. I have a great respect for these people in a sense that they're able to cultivate these really micro niche areas so that you can get from it what you want from it. You can post about things that you've done. You can post about things that you have questions on and everyone comes together as a community to try to answer them. A lot of posts don't necessarily get the same traction as others and we all know how that works. There are algorithms and formulas and secret methods and chants and potions and reasons and ways that some things work better than others. However, when things work, things work so well. And I really, really love that it is so accessible. Some of them do require you to uh, like have like restricted access. So you have to like fill up, answer maybe like two questions or some shit like that. And then they uh, approve your, quote, membership or some stupid shit like that. It's generally not as big a deal, I don't think. I'm pretty sure that there may be some that are a little more exclusive, um, but I don't belong to any of those. But for the ones that I am a part of, I feel like it is definitely um, done a lot for answering some of the questions I have about traveling as a black woman abroad and as a solo traveler abroad um because there's the solo aspect and then there's being the um woman aspect but then there's also the woman of color aspect so the three of those things sometimes can be a little bit stressful in terms of having them in the back of your mind when you're planning to go someplace you never really know until you do some research how you're going to be perceived when you go certain places there's one thing to be perceived you know when people find out you're american some people ain't with the shits, you know what I mean? Some other people love it, you know? Historically, to my understanding, Americans are pretty much welcome in a lot of places. As long as you're not one of those asshole Americans, you know? Like, uh, we all know those. Um, but for the most part, I've always, um, not always, I have more so heard the positive anecdotes of people traveling as Americans than I have the negative stories of people traveling as Americans. But for me, these groups have done a really great job of um, defining and creating for ourselves as people of color, especially um, younger people of color, because there's also the more mature demographic that does travel that has had more worldly experience and then takes that with them on their journey. But it's one thing to be a 20 something or a 30 something who's quintessentially still figuring themselves out and just, you know, exploring the world. Not to say that people at 67 don't necessarily travel with the same, um, the same tone tone or with the same intention, but it, um, for me being a 30 something, I am more interested in other 30 somethings because it more readily relates to in some aspects 
where I am in the um, travel sphere, if you will. Um, but outside of Facebook, the other, um, pulling it up now, the other platform I use is uh, Instagram. I use Instagram and Facebook the most. I follow quite, quite, quite a few uh, travel pages, a couple of, um, you know, everyone's got their Instagram faves, the people that they follow because they've got really great pictures, you know, but some of the, um, accounts that I travel are like, uh, the urban millennial black girls travel to black and abroad, black travel feed, black girls travel to, we go to black girl fly, uh, shout out to Nick. Um, is that Nick? Yeah. Black girl fly mag. I really like that account. Um, there's melanin travels. Um, I was doing like, you know, a couple of natural travelers cause you know, back when I had natural hair, black travel feed, my travel crush, Harley home, black travelista, Coco travelers international or some shit like that. Like there's so many, you can just, um, search the hashtags and you can find, you know, information about whatever destination you're going to go to. But it's nice to be able to find information from someone that looks like you or from someone that is of the same, um, culture as you. And by culture, I don't just mean like people of color, but people from, you know, people from the city, people from, you know, New York, as opposed to somebody that's traveling from, you know, um, I don't know, fucking Denver, Colorado. I just thought of Denver, Colorado, because I was just listening to, uh, nobody asked you shout out to, uh, Aprilly and Lauren of nobody asked you. That's one of my favorite podcasts. When's college with Lauren AU. Um, yeah, so you ladies doing a great thing. Check out their podcast. It's called Nobody Asked You. They are on uh, iTunes. I'm working on that. Well, Shatik's working on that. We're getting there, right? Yeah. Yep, that's yeah. We're going to get on iTunes. It'll be there. But um, yeah, so that aspect of Kwanzaa is like the one that stands out very strongly to me is that um, we are now able to define ourselves and create our own lane in the media because of social media. We don't have to leave it to a network to, um, like, look at Issa Rae. She's built and grown so much from just, um, I don't want to say peer-driven or social media, but user, um, user-created content, YouTube. With the rise of all of these platforms, we are able, look, fuck, look at me. I'm on a fucking podcast talking about travel because I like the shit. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm able to run my mouth about this shit every week, how I want, when I want, about what I want, because we have these platforms at our access. Um, is here and we're able to say what's important to us and we're not dependent on a network or someone that doesn't look like us or have any concern with us, tell us what pertinent information is or what useful information is. So I, yeah, I'm a, you know, we're, many of us, us creators are walking a personification of these principles, you know? Um, like what was the other one I wanted to harp on? Oh, Ujima, build and maintain, which is going to be, um, so that's Wednesday, Thursday. I think it's Friday. Yeah, Friday. 
collective work and responsibility, build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters problems, our problems and to solve them together, to solve them together. That's a lot of what these um, networks have basically, not networks, but a lot of these um, travel blogs, additionally, YouTube channels, um, magazines, Taji Magazine, like that's what a lot of these, even um, just black business in general, where they see um, a void in a certain market and they say, I can provide this service to my people because I know natural hair prime example I know what difficulty I find in finding products that work for my hair so I'm going to create something I'm going to take the work or I'm going to just you know discover by trial and error of a mix of this and a you know a mashup of that what works for me like I mentioned Taji Mac I'm a you know contributing writer Pat's back uh you know, pops collar and all that shit. Um, shout out to um, Namery and uh, Will on their beautiful publication, which highlights and focuses the beauty in blackness. Our images aren't readily seen in the media. Our images aren't like outside of like Ebony Jet Essence. Those are the main three. Then, of course, you've got like the music ones, Double XL, Source, King. You, you, you've got different publications but I love Taji because we're always depicted as royalty we're always seeing like the photography the imagery it's very regal it's it's I definitely suggest everybody you know um check it out um it's nourishing if you will it's not your standard that you would normally see it is um a beautiful representation of so much light and energy that we have to contribute and um it's one of those things where you see a void you see where there is a need for or there is a desire for and you step in and fill it I see that my friends would or just you know people on Instagram generally would DM me or I would have friends like hey I know you know, you just went here or, well, how did you do this? And what was your process for blah, blah, blah. So it's just like, all right, well, I'm answering your questions in a text message or a DM. Like, why not have fun with it? I'm a creator at heart. So if I can fill a need, if I can provide a service, um, the fuck not. I'm gaining from it probably more than you guys are, but I hope that you are, you know, receiving of this as well. Um, and that is also in connection with Ujama cooperative economics, build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses to profit from them together. You have a lot of, um, I know that there are a lot of travel agents also, like when I'm on these, uh, travel, um, when I'm in the travel groups and looking for information and such, I'll definitely see, you know, travel agents hop in, also, ooh, which I feel like is a very undertapped market. And if you really bout that life, you could really come up and throw me a few coins when it works out is um, Airbnb experiences. Boom, y'all. People come to this, like, I'm just thinking New York, right? People come to the city, don't know any fucking better. They come, they want to see things. You live here. You have that insider edge. 
you don't know Airbnb isn't just for houses and homes. You have the opportunity of booking your excursions and experiences on Airbnb as well. Cuba, clutch, because a lot of um, sites do not deal with, I guess, merchants or uh, different businesses or companies that provide services in Cuba. Because I know people kept asking me, oh, how are you getting there? I'm like, bro, I'm flying. Oh, you, you, not, you don't have to take a ship? No, you can just book a flight. And they're like, well, how'd you do that? I, cu- I couldn't find it. Well, you can't find it on Expedia. If you just go to um, JetBlue or Delta or whoever, whomever the uh, carrier you're going to fly with is, you can book the flight directly from them. But I know that you definitely, because I was wondering why the fuck everybody was asking me why this was such a topic of concern, is you don't see it on Expedia. I did try to, I guess, price match and nothing was coming up for Cuba. But when you just um, use Google Flights, that's how I was able to find different uh, different options and uh, price match and shop around. Uh, but once you want to look further than just your airfare, you need to find accommodations, Airbnb. That's where I made all of my decisions about what to do over there outside of food. I ended up uh, booking all my excursions through there. I had incredible experiences. My favorite two experiences were um, Afro-Cuban culture. And um, that's what I spoke about last week. And then I did explore kind of see with a botanist or a biologist, one of the two. They may actually may have both been one of each, like a botanist and a biologist. Um, but so that to say, Airbnb is, I believe, an untapped resource for some people. If you are a photographer, offer your services on Airbnb. Pick out some really fly places in the city. Have people book with you. Find a fee that you feel is fair and, you know, you know, um, competitive rate and offer to take photos of tourists when they come into New York. You can offer like tour services. You can offer like, you know, I'll meet you at your Airbnb. We'll get to ride the New York City subway line. We'll get to ride New York City buses. Along the way, I'll tell you about my life as a New Yorker. And we'll, you know, I'll photograph you in some of the most iconic New York places. Boom. That's your whole Airbnb ad right there. You're fucking welcome, B. Make your coins. Throw me a few. Advertise on travel and shit. We ready for sponsors. Um, But yeah, so there are so many opportunities at your disposal. And I feel like similar to the... I don't want to say the uprising, but um, with all of these travel blogs, sites, channels, podcasts, shows, we're able now to profit from all of this as well. But I feel like some more than others, not necessarily good or bad, not right or wrong, shout out to Momentum, um, are still able to keep within that profit, if you will, the essence of cooperative economics. Um, Building and maintaining our own store, shops, and other businesses, and to profit from them together. So it's not necessarily you make your money, but if you were to do something like doing, like you do like the Kwanzaa bar crawl, um, or you do, um, you know, a tour that... um, does 
that highlights other black businesses or you do, you know, there's so many ways for it to stay in the community. And I feel like if social media doesn't show you this or give you like that firsthand example of how and why this is possible, then, you know, let me be the one to tell you that it, that it absolutely is. And that definitely goes in line with Kumba with creativity to do as much as you can the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. A lot of us got shittier hands dealt to us than others, but if everybody or if the majority of us at least do what we can to do better for ourselves and for others, it will be a better position. It'll be a better place for us and for those that we are leaving you know, this world behind to. And to not like, I mean, I know I didn't like touch on all of them. I didn't really get into, you know, Nia and whatnot. But for me, I, I am a very optimistic. That's what I'm looking for. I'm an optimistic person. I'm generally a happy fucking person. I truly... Truly, and I'm manifesting it. Like, I'm speaking it into existence because sometimes it's much easier than other times, as we all know some things in life are. But I do believe in all of my... I do believe with all of my heart in my people, in our people, in our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. I know that people have different roles in the struggle. Um, For example, I know that I, especially not in this stage of my life, I'm not a teacher. I do not think that I necessarily have the vocabulary or the um, information that I would need to correct every wrong that I witness. Like every time you have a coworker say some wild, disrespectful shit, or every time you have someone say some, you know, micro dis- disrespectful shit, or just some something that's wrong, or they just, you know, not everybody has. I think the level of patience and also information to correct people in a way that will be received in a way that it is actually useful. The message isn't just about the information, it's also about the delivery. I could give you all the correct information, but if I deliver it improperly it's useless because you will not receive it in a manner with which it can be used it can't it's not going to go any further than me if i don't deliver it appropriately right so that ain't me i'm not the one that's going to hold your hand you got the same access to internet you got the same access to books look the shit up find somebody that's willing to hold your hand i don't block 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 delete 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 unfollow we don't need to speak on the internet to plenty of people that I um, disagree with. And like, I'm not arguing my humanity with you. Like I'm not arguing the humanity of a black man on the street with you. When I feel like you question that, when I feel like you trans, you, uh, what's the word? Uh, When you're dancing on that line, I'm not here to fuck with you. That's not it. I, I don't have that energy. But 
I am more of a nurturer. I am a lover. Brother, you good? Sis, you good? What can I help you with? Is there something that I can be useful to you with that will make whatever it is you're dealing with easier? That's me. So I believe in what we have as a people. And with travel in particular, I feel like it only gets better. You're able to expose, well, I am able to expose myself. And I definitely do um, try to make that um, a point when I do travel. I try to experience what I can of the black demographic of the area that I'm in. Um, I definitely enjoyed that in Bermuda. Um, But I feel like travel definitely broadens my eyes to what it's like being black in other areas because blackness isn't owned by Americanness. African-Americans aren't the only black people. We're not. Um, there's a black struggle in plenty of other places besides here. So I am definitely curious to continue to, um, learn and to continue to experience blackness on different planes on different continents in different countries and different communities god willing it's all in a safe manner um because we all know how that can go but um i definitely think that um travel and kwanzaa can hold hands And there we have it, folks. Okay, so for this week's quote, it's my podcast, and I want to. Uh, The first one is, defining myself as opposed to being defined by others is one of the most difficult challenges I face. And that one is Carol Mosley Braun. And the second one is, if I didn't define myself for myself, I would be crunched into other people's fantasies for me and eaten alive. And that's Audre Lorde. So essentially that kind of goes back to Media not being, and by media, I mean network media in terms of like television, TV, and um, large scale production of some type of manufactured image, if you will. All images are manufactured, but you you get where I'm going. Not um, content, not creator, um, creator driven in terms of the smaller people, you and I. that's not the only representation that we have to use to um, develop or foster our beliefs on travel, on blackness, on um, whatever it is we are interested in getting information on. Um, the beauty and the curse in social media is that it's kind of cyclical, whereas do we imitate the image or does the image imitate us you can see it done in many different ways we all know that you know ig models are out here what some people would feel is winning you know what i mean they're making money and they're constantly being booked and that's again not right or wrong not good or bad it just is what it is so many of them would be i guess perceived as a certain 
standard or a certain level that some people look to consume. But we all have the ability to, and again, by we all, I mean those of us that use and have social media at our disposal, um, we all have the ability to look up what we want. We have the ability to seek out what it is that we want to uh, be representative of us. We also have the ability to be what it is we want to be the representative of us. So there's no reason for us to let anyone outside of ourselves define what it is we are to be. There's no reason for us to limit ourselves based on the accounts we follow, based on the pictures we see, the hashtags we check out, or any of that. So one thing that I would definitely like to reiterate, I know I mentioned it before in a previous um, episode, if you haven't, check those out. There are 11 for you now because I think this is episode 12. Um, what is it? Oh shit, this is episode 13, Baker's Dozen, hey now. Um, so yeah, check out those uh, past episodes. Thank you to my previous guest, uh, Music is Terry, which is Temi- Terry O, and um, Ken O'Keefe, my friend Kevin. Um, but yeah, so we are able to define our own images. We're able to market ourselves, if you will. So don't let these accounts and don't let these um, groups or people that you follow, I guess, dominate what your perception is, but let them be a tool for you to broaden your perception. Um, Same with podcasts, same with blogs, same with magazines, same with YouTube channels, all of it. Tools. Get enough information so that you can make your own decisions, make your own choices, and um, live your own experiences and live your own lives. But I definitely feel that in you know conjunction with the principles in Kwanzaa, of Kwanzaa, we are definitely on uh, a good foot to improving the image of black travelers, especially, especially young black travelers um, with the help of social media and, um, I guess peer or user generated platforms. So that is this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I had fun. Um, again, this is your host, Carrie Beats on Film Network. Check us out next week. Holler at us on the internet. Send me an email if you have any questions. Um, the I don't even know if you guys can see the description from the app, but um, you can follow me on Instagram underscore D C A R R I E or travel T R A V E L the letter N S H I T underscore on the Instagrams, and um, yeah, talk to you guys next week. Hope you have great holidays, guys. Hope you enjoyed Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy New Year. And I will speak to you guys again in 2019. Ooh, exciting. All right. Bye.